My name is Mary O'Grady. I'm the State Solicitor General for Arizona, and I represent the respondents in Chamber of Commerce versus Whiting. This case raises two preemption issues. First, whether federal law preempts Arizona's law that authorizes the suspension or revocation of state business licenses of employers that knowingly or intentionally employ unauthorized aliens. And second, this case addresses whether federal law preempts Arizona's requirement that employers use the federal E-Verify program. I'll start with the employer sanctions issue. Congress first enacted sanctions against employers that hire unauthorized aliens in the Immigration Reform and Control Act of 1986. Before that legislation, the Supreme Court in Deconis Bibica had determined that Congress had not preempted state sanctions against employers that employ unauthorized aliens. And then when Congress enacted IRCA in 1986, it specifically preserved state authority to impose sanctions through licensing and similar laws, although it preempted other types of state sanctions. Arizona's employer sanctions law was crafted specifically to fall within that IRCA savings clause. It focuses, again, on the revocation and suspension of state licenses. And because Congress specifically preserved state authority to impose licenses, sanctions through licensing and similar laws, Arizona's law falls within that savings clause. Arizona's law is also otherwise consistent with federal law because it incorporates the federal definition of unauthorized alien. It incorporates the same defenses that are available under federal law, the federal scienter requirement, and also requires that state officials rely on information from the federal government regarding whether a person is an unauthorized alien. Now, petitioners claim that Arizona's law is not within the savings clause because it's not a true licensing law, because it provides only for the revocation and suspension of licenses, but not the issuance of licenses. But it's the nature of the sanction, not the organization of a state statute that determine whether a law is within the savings clause. As long as the sanction is against a state license, as opposed to some other type of civil or criminal sanction. It's within IRCA's savings clause. It doesn't matter whether a state chooses to put the suspension and revocation provisions in the same statute with the issuance of those licenses or in a different statute. That's just a question of statutory organization, um, not the, and does not determine whether it's a sanction within the savings clause. Petitioners also argue that Arizona's law is not within the savings clause because it covers things that are not really licenses. But Congress didn't limit the savings clause to a particular type of license. And it really didn't limit it to licenses at all because it refers to licensing and similar laws. And as the lower courts concluded, Arizona's law that covers authorizations to engage in a variety of conduct falls within the ordinary meaning of license and therefore is within the savings clause. They also argue um, that Arizona's law is preempted because it doesn't first require a federal adjudication before a state sanction can be imposed. But the savings clause doesn't require a prior federal adjudication. And nothing else in IRCA's language or structure suggests a federal adjudication is required before a state can take action against an employer in its jurisdiction. And reading such a restriction into the statute not only is contrary to the text of IRCA, but also imposes a significant intrusion on the state's independent role and independent ability to exercise prosecutorial discretion. 
preemption law respects the role of states as dual sovereigns. So just because so a state should not be required, absent some clear indication from Congress, to wait for the federal government to decide in its discretion to take action against an employer um, um, before a state could take action against that employer within its jurisdiction. The legislative history also does not support uh, plaintiffs' uh, reading of the statute that a, that a prior federal adjudication is required. They rely on a single House report, but that House report indicates that the savings clause was intended to preserve the ability of states to suspend or revoke licenses, and it never says a prior federal adjudication is required before a state can take action against an employer. They also argue that Arizona's law imposing sanctions against businesses disrupts the balance that Congress enacted in IRCA, but the savings clause and Congress's decision to preserve state authority to impose sanctions against state licensees was part of the balance that Congress struck in IRCA. Arizona's law does not impose any new substantive obligations on businesses. It only requires that they knowingly, that they avoid knowingly employing unauthorized aliens, conduct that's been illegal in this country since 1986. And Arizona was not required to adopt additional protections against discrimination would approve this law. Arizona's law does not undermine any of the remedies available under state and federal law that are there to protect against discrimination. Because Arizona's law is within the savings clause and is otherwise consistent with federal law, it is not preempted. Moving to their, their argument concerning Arizona's E-Verify requirement, E-Verify is a program developed by the federal government to help improve our employee verification system. Although it's, it's discretionary at the national level, Arizona requires that employers within our jurisdiction use the program to, again, make sure that they're not hiring unauthorized workers. Congress has not precluded states from imposing such a requirement. Although it has not addressed this issue specifically, the, issue, the analysis then would be governed by standard conflict preemption principles. Arizona's law does not conflict with federal law because it creates no obstacle to achieving the federal government's objective in developing E-Verify. Congress's goal in developing E-Verify was to have a more effective employee verification program, and Arizona's program supports that goal. For these reasons, Arizona's E-Verify requirement is also not preempted by federal law. We ask the court to affirm the Ninth Circuit's decision. Thank you for your time. 